And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. <laughs> what the hell? My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Jeremy Broen. Welcome to the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. I'm your other host, Jeremy Brown. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. I don't know what Shane was doing and Shane Manila. What were you doing, Shane? What was that? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was crushing your head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why were you crushing my head? That's hilarious. I, I don't know. Just, it's one of my favorite skits of all time from Kids in the Hall. I don't know. Is that why? Um, yeah. Uh, except that's not how they did it. They did it like this. Christian, you're good. Do you know they're back? Anyway. Did you know they're back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I won't watch it. That's just they're not the kids anymore. They're like <laughs> yeah, they're not kids anymore. Um, like us. Um, yeah, I'm Shane. The train is the worst. And uh, let's 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 go. Let's let's fucking do it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna just start right out there. But before we start right out there, let's talk about Campus to Canton. I like uh, Campus to Canton. Me too. Uh, great site, uh, great people over there, great tools, great articles, great rankings, great ADP, great everything. If you want to, if you, if you just playing Devi leagues, um, they're great for that. But if you really want to break into the niche of the niche markets and get into campus to Canton before it fully explodes and start kicking some ass, uh, you could definitely do that utilizing the tools and the uh, articles over at campus to Canton.com using promo code HQ, save yourself yeah. 10 to 15%. <laughs> One of those numbers is correct. And 10, 10%. 10%. And, I love uh, how you were corrected last week and you already forgot. <laughs> I already forgot. Well, you, look, I, so j- just, We'll wrap this up, but it's a great site. I, I think you should check them out and uh, use our promo code because um, then we get money, and I like money. Um, <laughs> but also, it's a great site if you want to be uh, good at Campus Canton Leagues. Um, no, so you know what was funny? I was thinking last week driving, and um, I was thinking what's funny is uh, Jeremy. So every time I ever start to say Jackson Smith, he just stay, waits in the wings to go Najigba. <laughs> just waiting for me to screw it up. I, I don't even knows. remember that you're going to. I just like know his name. And- you do it all the time. Yeah. Like, like you're like, I go Jackson Smith, and then like I just stop, and you go every time because you know you're like he's gonna screw this. Up. I'm just gonna say it for him. That's, That's so funny. I thought about it the other day. I was like, this. is I noticed it when I'm editing the show. I don't notice it while we're doing the show, but I noticed it when I'm editing that he says that. But I, you know, you know, we we kind of commented a little bit to each other about the Scott Fishbowl right before we came on, and and we said we were just going to mention it for a second or not. But the one thing I wanted to ask you: Do either one of you guys think, speaking of campus Canton stuff, are any of the rookies valuable in this in the early rounds of Scott Fishbowl? Because uh, how early? Well, exactly. In my league, I ended up having to take Bryce Hall with the six. The six oh one is where I took him. Bryce or five oh one. Bryce Hall. Sorry, Bryce Hall is five oh one. Bryce is his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Bryce Hall. His brother. He's a surfer. Bryce Hall. But I just, I was just, I was just wondering because uh, the way it, wait, the way it all fell out for me because I have the turn that twelve. The way the players fell out to me, that was the best choice right there and i don't have him in any yeah. league so i thought i'd take him i saw but him I, go earlier like that i was just wondering uh, besides him is, is there anybody else you know well i'm taking a shot on kenneth walker the third in seattle i got him though at 8 12 and my well i mean 8 12 9 1 whatever i'm on the turn so i took him in a tight end there pat fryermuth but uh i was i was happy he fell that far uh-huh. um i because you know he might have a hell of a season we don't know but at that point in the draft I'm like, do I want this rookie running back that I think is good? That you know, is it an offense, a high volume offense? If he becomes starter, it's going to be you know, I'm I'm kind of shooting for the stars with it. Like, the best case is that he becomes a starter there, and they use the heck out of him, right? Um, so I, based on what else was there at that point, I thought he was my best choice, yeah. and that's with the wide receivers that were there as well. I already had a couple, so. No, I like I like Kenneth Walker. He's someone. Um... I, I got. I, I was in the uh, Sirius XM live draft. A um, uh, bunch of people, Ray Flowers. Although I don't think he actually jumped into the live stream with us uh, that we did with uh, Matt Donnelly. Um, a bunch of cool people were in it. Um, but uh, 
I ended, I was, I was eyeing Walker at one point and uh, he went off the board before I could get him. I can't look at my draft right now because I can't figure out how to bring my draft board up. Um, <laughs> but you're completely done, right? You did one and you, yeah, you're we, done. We knocked ours out in two hours. Uh, yeah, that's like, what I wanted to do. I didn't realize you, you switched to do a live draft. I thought that's what they were going to do completely yeah. live. That's cool. That's what I wanted to do with this Columbus group that we're in. Um, a bunch of people that are in the Ohio leagues that I have, and then some new, some newbies too. But it's um, just everybody lives in Central Ohio. But we couldn't do it live. So, uh, but you know, we'll get together at some point, I guess. Sixty-six. I'm sorry. Sixty seconds of pick. Um, yeah, we have uh, Fantasy Mojos in there. Drew Davenport. Nice. Um, I, I don't want to name everyone because I, I feel like I'll forget someone. But um, I did grab a couple of rookies. I grabbed, um, and it wasn't early. I grabbed Drake London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because where I got him on the board, I felt like all the wide receiver ones, potential wide receiver ones were gone. So I was like, all right, let me grab this kid. He could be the wide receiver one on his offense. And then, you know, there is one rookie running back that I ended up with. Can you, can you guess who? Huh? You're muted, Jeremy. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, the third, one of those two. Uh, no, both those guys went before I could get them, but I did get my dude, James Cook. Uh, uh, you know what? I should have known that. You yeah, I should have known that too. Yeah. I hope that guy eats based on how many places you drafted him. Yeah, if, if he doesn't, I'm uh, <laughs> you're it's not great. <laughs> that's funny. I only got him, I think, in HQ5, but yeah, that's I forgot how much you loved him. Um, yeah, we have, you were saying, Jeremy, we, ha- we have somebody in the UK, so obviously we can't all be together. But, uh, but, but what is interesting this year, as opposed to other years, the fact that it is all these regional people... Um, a bunch of people in in my group, they all are talking about getting together during the season one weekend for football and everybody, you know, watching together or whatever. So we'll see if that happens. But um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I just thought that was uh, I was wondering about that. Yeah, our draft is going really slow. We're we're only just getting into the sixth round right now. And it's Wednesday. I night. haven't gotten annoyed with mine this year. Everybody's moving fast, actually. I mean, uh, really, really pretty quick overnight. You know, there's the stoppage. Usually, um, you know, everybody's sleeping or whatever, but everybody being in central Ohio, nobody's on a different time zone. That's working out. It's moving quickly. Like I said, we're like nine, what into the ninth round now, almost over. So, um, Hmm. yeah, I'm happy with the pace because last year, I think it was last year was okay, but some of the years, man, it's just been slow and you're just, you're just like grinding it out. Like, man, I don't want to keep drafting. It just takes forever. (laughs) I got to tell you, obviously I didn't get to do an in-person draft because that would have been awesome. Right. I really would have loved one. Um, as long as I don't have to throw it, as long as I can just throw it. Um, can, you imagine, just can you imagine Shane being in charge? <laughs> Look no, at that, Jeremy's that would face. Go horribly wrong. I forgot the draft board, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh my god! Like I did like doing it live though. Sixty seconds of pick was yeah. just awesome. Like it's done like and over with. Too. Like I love that. Like you know, it's great that everyone's tweeting out their uh, Scott Fish rosters every round at a time. And they really like their their rosters after the second round. But it, <laughs> yes, it's exactly. Nice, it's nice, kind of just being done and, and looking at my roster and going, oh, I kind of, I kind of think I did pretty good in this. I one. like no second guessing. You just do it. You get it done, and and one day like that, like you said, two hours. But even just getting it done in a day would be awesome. I yeah. I want to do it live the next time. Definitely. You, you know what yeah, is kind of cool with with my home league. We still do the rookie draft. Uh, in we do it in an hour, um, but we're not together anymore like we used to. But we do it online together, everybody. But our rookie draft is one and done in an hour every year, and it is more fun that way. There's not all that twelve hours of waiting to see which rookie you're gonna get. We just kind of blow through it every t- every year, and it's it's still fun to do it that way. We used to do auctions in person. That was the greatest. Um, but all right, so look. But the, hey, but the last and remember. Well, but but I just wanted to remind everyone: S- SFB thirteen is already live. So if you haven't signed up, or you know you didn't get in this year, and you're hoping to get in, go go sign up now. And if you're not sure how to get into SFB, um, I mean, basically follow Scott and follow Ryan and see what they tell you because they've pretty much told you how people get into this. You have to be part of the community. Yeah, you kind of have to not be a douchebag. Although there are some douchebags in the draft. Um, but you know that's that's their industry people, so that is what it is. Um, but if you're a fan, um, quote unquote, uh, you know, interact with people. Don't be a dick. Um, don't go. 
oh my God, this is the eighth year in a row that I've signed up and I didn't get in. Yeah. And then Scott checks and goes, yeah, you've never signed up because Scott checks, checks yeah. keeps those receipts. So like that, that's just my, my two cents. And uh, don't be afraid to interact with Scott and Ryan anyway, because they're just cool dudes and join some of the F- FCE eliminators, you know, give to the potathon, jump on the potathon. There's lots of ways to get in, you can join <laughs> get in next year. That's awesome. No, that's great. Um, what I was going to say when I said, well, we're, the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the top 12 wide receivers in ADP this month. And if we believe that they'll be in the top 12 next year, we did the running backs as well. Tonight, we were going to do the quarterbacks. And it just kind of tied in with the Scott Fishbowl, because I don't know how it worked with you, Shane, with doing a draft really fast. But I'm sure Jeremy and I, where we're doing this long form draft, quarterbacks, at least in my draft, I think the first nine out of 12 picks were quarterbacks. And then in the second round, it was all quarterbacks. So quarterbacks went big time in the Scott Fish in the first two two rounds. So it's kind of funny to look at this list of the who people think are in the top 12 right now and which one of these guys is going to be there next year. And we've had fun with this the last two weeks with the running backs and wide receivers. So we're going to start with the quarterbacks tonight. And Jeremy... Go ahead and read that list of the 12 quarterbacks from from this month's ADP. I'll be glad to do that, guys. <laughs> At quarterback one, overall ADP, and I don't think this is a surprise. We've had a couple surprises, but this is not. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Um, at quarterback two, Justin Herbert. Love that dude. Nobody thought he was going to be good either. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Really, people. There were a lot of people who didn't think either of those guys were going to were, were going to be good. And same thing, quarterback three, Patrick Mahomes. I remember that when he came out. Some of us thought he was probably the best quarterback to come out. And um, I mean, all three of those guys um, definitely beat their early rookie draft grades for sure over the past few years. You know, um, quarterback four, Joe Burrow. Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl last year on one leg and no offensive line. Quarterback five, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. Man, that guy, that guy just hangs in there, you know. Those rushing touchdowns, I guess, and all the legwork he does. Quarterback six, Shane loves this guy. I think Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. Quarterback seven, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. Quarterback eight, Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland Browns. Um, Hasn't played in a while, and we're not sure when he's going to play again, but he will be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns when he comes back after his next massage. Quarterback nine, Russell Wilson of the Denver Broncos. Um, Newly minted starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos. They finally have at least a quality guy um, to lead that um, crew of great wide receivers and other pass catchers. They're pretty loaded team. That's kind of exciting. Quarterback 10, Jalen Hurts, Shane's boy in Philadelphia. Don't tell Shane that's not a quarterback one. Don't tell him. It's not what he's going to agree with. Quarterback 11, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, he's still hanging in there, huh? Boy, that guy, he, he's, he hasn't fallen far. At all, he's still still holding holding tight after that terrible year under Urban Meyer last year. And quarterback twelve, Matthew Stafford. You heard it here last year when Madman, your friend, said, "Hey, Matthew Stafford's got a really good chance to be a quarterback one again next year." My buddy Shane Manila said, "Dude, he's old." I remember this. I don't have the whole list in front of me <laughs> to compare it to, but we had a nice debate about old ass Matthew Stafford, who snuck back in there probably for another year. We'll see. But there it is, quarterbacks mm-hmm. one through twelve. Pretty sure I agreed with you, but I don't feel like <laughs> listening, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so Shane, you don't tell, go back and listen. <laughs> Shane, tell everybody how many of those people were there the previous year. Uh, well, what you would have would have been useful for that is if I opened the show sheet. And the, uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love how in week one when we did the the wide receivers, we were on this and everything. Yeah, then last were. week, I had to do a lot of creative editing to make it sound like we were hold on. Hold on, hold on, I gotta open this up. <laughs> I created the show sheet and I know. Then forgot. Yeah, he put it together. So uh, three, there were three people uh, that did not repeat from twenty twenty one. Is that what I'm trying to say? There's three people on the list this year that were not QB ones in 2021. Yes. Um, what's interesting about that though is it's uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going that. So the, it's the QB 13, 14, and 15 last year were not in the top 12 last year, but they are this year. That was uh, Matt Stafford, Deshaun Watson, and Jalen Hurts. And when you think about it, I mean, there's obvious reasons they all made it, and Jalen Hurts played and was QB one. 
Matt Stafford played um, and was a QB one and looked lights out in Los Angeles and looks like he has a best friend in Cooper cup. And then Deshaun Watson, we definitely knew he probably wasn't going to play last year. This year, we also know he won't play, but we feel like there's more clarity. We feel like at most we know it's coming to an end. It yeah. seems weird. It seems weird. We're, we seem to kind of be in the same position, though, uh, but who knows? Before we get to that, though, who were the three that got knocked out? Like, who did these three replace? Field, Ju- Ju- Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers, and Trey Lance. And, I mean, you know, Justin Fields didn't have a great season. Trey Lance um, had didn't really play for the for the Niners. That's still a projection, you know. But And he's quarterback 13 right now, Trey Lance. And Rodgers is 14, and Fields is 15. So it's kind of like a switcheroo. Quarterbacks 10, 11, and 12, like Shane said last year. I mean, from his grid last year, quarterbacks 10, 11, and 12 are 13, 14, 15 on the ADP this year. And they were just jumped by, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford and um, Deshaun Watson and Jalen Hurts. Hmm. So pretty yeah, close, though. They're still right there on the bubble. That's pretty interesting. It, it is pretty funny because, yeah, like with the running backs and wide receiver positions, you didn't see that. Like dudes came kind of like out of left field or, you know what I mean? And then quarterbacks, it was literally like, all right, just take these three out and just slide the next three in. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. only moved down like a spot or two. Well, yeah. obviously, when it when it came to the running backs, like we discussed last week, some of it was hard and some of it was easy. The wide receivers were similar. This it seems like in this group of 12, we're going to have the majority a consensus on who's going to still be there. <laughs> I mean, especially though the beginning of this list. I can't see any of these guys really being too much of a surprise. But which one do you want to yeah, start no. with? Well, why don't we just knock these guys out? I mean, and just. Yeah, the top five or six guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like. Josh Allen's not going anywhere. Right. Justin Herbert, not going anywhere. Patrick Mahomes, not going anywhere. I'd say Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, not going anywhere. Uh, All right. So we can have a discussion with the rest. So that's five. Yeah. That's at least five. A good five. All right. You know what's funny about Lamar? In in the Scott Fish, like I was saying, where so many went, Lamar got all the way to number 11, and I was sitting there at 12. I was, like, really hoping I was going to get him at 12. Um, That's but- ridiculous. That's <laughs> when you start DMing Scott. Like, you're stupid for not allowing trading in this, by the way. Exactly. It was great. <laughs> you need to start. You just start offering him, like, I'll give him more money to charity if you let me just trade right now. <sighs> it would be so awesome if we could trade. But, yeah, so I ended up with Dak and Russell Wilson on the turn. Those were my two. But all right, so you want to discuss? So those five, we all agree, sure. But it's, so it's interesting. You skipped over the number four on this list. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, so, so we should mention who it is. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yes, Joe Burrow. So let's discuss that one since that's the top one you skipped over. So Joseph Barrow finished as the QB ten last year, right? <laughs> Um, thing about that though is Joseph had a very mediocre season um, for most of the year up until the final I don't know three or four weeks of the season, um, which really helped his scoring. Um, I'm assuming these are in season. He had a couple 38 point games, a 34 point game that really skewed his scoring average to help him reach that QB 10 level. Now there's a couple narratives you could go with, right? One Zach Taylor who is um. Is that their coach, Zach Taylor? Yeah. Yeah, Zach Taylor um, decided to trust his, uh, you know, number one overall pick uh, a little more, um, started throwing more often. And also you could look at the narrative that Joe Barrow was healing from a severe knee knee injury. um, And maybe he was just rounding back into shape. Um, Or you could go with the narrative of just maybe he just bought out at the end of the year and people are putting too much stock into that. So I think he's interesting. Yeah, I do too. I think, though, that he's drafted at quarterback four in this. Um, I don't see him falling out of the top 12, um, barring something even more catastrophic, I guess. Uh, you know, even if he finishes as quarterback 13 this year, I, I still think, uh, based on where he's been drafted and being drafted and franchise guy, I think that drafters will still take him in the top 12 quarterbacks. But I know there are several other guys on here that are likely to miss the boat next year. I think we we forgot to mention something, and I think last week we forgot too going into it, but what we're doing with this exercise is we're not saying that we don't 
that we think these players are bad and they're not they're not going to be around next year or anything like that. We're just talking about in ADP this year, right now in July, when people are drafting their teams, these are the top 12 quarterbacks. And this same time next year, will the Dynasty community be picking these players in the top 12? In the top 12. So we're not saying whether they're good or bad or anything like that. It's just whether the perception will be that they're top 12 players next year. And when you talk about Jeremy, where you say you don't think he'll fall out, it's interesting that, you know, he's four right here. And again, I'll talk about the Scott Fish, but in my Scott Fish, he went third. He was the third quarterback taken. He's taken very high in that. I don't know. I know there's that app where you can see where players are drafted in Scott Fish. So I don't know if that's higher than normal than other leagues or whatever. But um, I, I agree with you. I don't think even if he is like in the te- round 10, 11, 12, 13, I still think next year at this time with his age, with everything going on, I think he'll still be in the top 12 also. So, yeah. yeah and we're talking dynasty too. You yeah. Know, he's a young kid. So, and the more I thought about this as I listened to Jeremy talk too, there's probably not a lot of debate here. I mean, look, and, and like you said, unless it's something catastrophic, another knee injury and Jamar Chase and. Uh, oh, I know, dude. And he has P. The Higgins, best cast. Th- that's, um, that's where I was going to go. Down, <laughs> then I won't, I won't be too worried. So, yeah, I think it, he's probably a slam dunk. You guys are right. And the reason he went so high in the Scott Fishbowl is because he's, uh, he's an efficient passer. Well, yeah, he yeah. Bonuses yeah. for that. Yeah, and I was going to mention Jamar Chase because he's going so high too. You know, he's yep. he's like a top wide receiver guy too. So yeah, that- when you were talking about all the quarterbacks, Mike, you said you had a whole round of them. He uh-huh. was the only one to break up the quarter. He was the first player to break up the quarterback rush uh, picks one through nine in my Scott Fishbowl draft. Uh, you know, he it was Jamar Chase that jumped in there in the quarterback mix. Oh so, wow! Like being drafted that high, yeah. I think it was nine or ten. I think it was maybe nine or ten. Yeah. I'll just double check, but that, that that was the first guy that wasn't a quarterback taken. That's interesting because for us it was it was the running back. It was Jonathan Taylor, but Jamar Chase went uh, all the way at twenty four in ours. Like I lied, it was Jonathan Taylor in ours too. The first one, <laughs> so it was it was Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Not surprising, you know a lot of uh-huh. those guys just like on our list of ADP. Then Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but then it was just quarterbacks, man. Yeah, like you said. The it's second cr- round was filled with them too. And, and I think that there's something interesting that you just said, uh, um, Shane, is, you know, the age thing, or all three of us said the age thing, I guess, but um, that's definitely going to affect this position, I think, more than the other ones. When no, the, when these young... Less, actually. Well, less. Yeah, less. less. No. Quarterbacks play, yeah, a lot less. Quarterbacks can play in their late 30s at this point. No, so I understand private. that, but I'm saying if they're good and they're young, then people... Uh, People oh, yeah. look at it as, oh, this is an asset I'm going to have on my dynasty for the for next decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. when they're look, you know, because yeah, Russell Wilson, one of those other guys, but somebody like Burrow, they may say, oh, I'm set for the, you know, like I said, the next decade. So that's why I was saying that this because when oh, you okay. when you take a young running back, you don't sit there and think you're going to have him for ten years. Yeah, but, you better not think you're going to have him for a decade. <laughs> right, that's, but but quarterbacks, you kind of do. So, so that's funny. So now we're all the way down to number seven. So the first six, yeah, so we all agree that they're going to still be there. So, I mean, and this is a guy that feels pretty safe to me too. Like he's that next, he's, he's that, that, that bottom ish, not bottom ish, but I don't want to make it sound like, but he's not an elite tier quarterback, right? He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Kyler, uh, Lamar, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott. Um, now there are a couple things to be worried about, right? He doesn't have Amari Cooper anymore, who we all love to make fun of, but he was a consistent receiver for him, right? Right. Michael Gallup tore his ACL late in the season. Um, and they, again, and we can make fun of him. They had Cedric Wilson back there last year, too, who was really good filling in for uh, when Gallup and uh, Amari Cooper were out. So those guys are gone and in their place, you know, he still obviously has a CD lamb. Um, Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, Tolbert, the rookie. And Michael Gallup at some point coming back, and obviously Dalton Schultz. Um, so I don't know. And he's he's, well, he's pushing 30. I guess that's really not a big deal. Like I said, quarterbacks are playing in their mid-30s now. Do we see – is there any way he falls out of it? I don't know. I mean, he's he's been pretty consistent. I mean, the Cowboys have been, you know, a, a good offense. It's tough to see him fall from 7, you know, to 13, like that that kind of a drop in ADP. 
But yeah, I, I mean, I could be convinced to pull him off of this, but it's tough to think when you look down the list that he's the guy that you want to take off. Like, I don't, I don't think so, but he feels pretty safe. Like you said, I think, I think, I think, I know that's two yeses, so Shane already put yes on there. But I think he I, put yes on it before yeah, I said anything. Yeah, I know. But, but <laughs> he already had yes. But what what I think, especially with these last six guys that we have, <clears throat> it's going to take one of the people after these last six to really explode and be amazing and be awesome. I, I'm not saying that's the only way, but I'm saying. To knock off more than one or two of these guys, the, it's going to be similar to what happened last year, where you had three guys go down one slot and then three guys go up a little bit. You know, it, it just seems like you don't really have those big tiers of quarterbacks going into the top twenty. It's more like the top twelve, at least for this. So I think I think Dak will still be here, based on the way we think about the dynasty community and stuff. Because there's a couple other past him that I think won't be here, especially the next and guy. And we're having like the next three. Guy, I'm not sure. Yeah. You, you know what? The you. next guy, I can't see any way he falls off. I can't see how the show Watson falls off. Yeah, could it get any worse for him? But like, like, literally, how, how could it get worse? We don't think he's going to play this year. Like, that's the consensus yeah. in Dynasty. We're like, I don't think he's going to play in 2022. So, what could he possibly do? That, that I mean, unless obviously he, he, Sexually harassed. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. That that's exactly I mean, what I was gonna say. That's what he can do. <laughs> he can do that. So there is, there is, there's definitely a path. But it's probably non on the field related um, to Watson falling out of top twelve. But again, if we we're we're drafting him in the top twelve now, right? Quarterback eight with all out. this fallout. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> can he fall to thirteen after all of that? It's very wow. interesting too the way the way the media works, the way everybody works, and we've said it all along. We talk about him is you know there's just no consensus about anything on what he's done and what if he's going to get in trouble and how that's going to work but but you're right that to me i think would be the if he doesn't play for another half a year and he's sitting around who knows what could happen and then maybe some happens where people uh are not thrilled or he does get a big suspension what if he does get suspended for the whole year and yeah, then that's baked into his cost now, because to be quite honest with you, if you look at his history, right, his worst season, uh-huh. worst air quotes, is uh, he finished as a QB5 in points per game. He's had a couple QB5 seasons, a QB2 season. I don't know where he finished in his rookie year. Um, I don't How many games did he play in his rookie season? He played seven games, so maybe you don't want to count that, but he still scored 24.7. Yeah. So if you actually throw him in there, he was a top five, to, top six quarterback then too like the dude is just elite on the field and if it, if not obviously for the fact that he's been off for a year and he's probably going to be off for another <laughs> at least nine games or so he'd oh probably God. be right up there in one of the top three or four um so you're getting him at a discount now so even with him missing half a season there's nothing that he could do on the football field even if he comes back and plays like garbage he'll have a built-in excuse as well he's you know, he hasn't played in a year and a half. I just, there's literally nothing he can do short of killing someone <laughs> you know, or sexually harassing another person. That yeah, getting, getting in more list. trouble there. I don't see it. I mean, you're showing 25% of the quarterbacks in the top 12 falling out and just barely at that. And right. the guys that were barely out coming back in. What I, what I mean is, like you had pointed out, I think it was with running backs and wide receivers, that it's not, the, the turnover on this list is a lot more minor. And, and small things happening than, than happened with running backs and wide receivers anyway. So the movement on these players, like you pointed out, would have to be something significant for a player who's 26 years old, you know, being drafted at the, the nine spot in ADP uh, or 10, you know, whatever, uh, eight spot, nine spot, falling out of the whole thing. Uh, something big would have to happen. And at their ages, it's not like they're going to stop playing football or something. So I think we're insulated on every pick we made so far. Well, Shane, you, since you did the the industry uh, two hour uh, Scott Fish, where did he go in your Scott Fish? Let me look because I actually just brought that board up because someone, uh, one of our patrons, helped me out and uh, showed me how to do it. Um, <laughs> it was the QB twenty nine. Is that right? Yeah, he went in the twelfth round. The twelfth round. round. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, because like I said, I'm still in the sixth round in our draft, so we, we have a long time till I see somebody take him. But I was just wondering. In yeah, our draft, he went at seven oh two. Oh, really? 
Yeah, right? top of the seventh round, man. Right after I took Adam Thielen and Dallas Goddard, boom, Watson went. And that's and I could see that. You know what I mean? Like going, mm, all right, like the you know on where he went in our draft, uh, he went in between Kenny Galladay and James Robinson. Like, all right, that's you know okay, what? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to take a shot on Deshaun Watson there. Quite frankly, because if he doesn't play, uh, really, is it less that much less of an impact than James Robinson and Kenny Galladay are going to yeah, have that's true. winning <laughs> right? the fishbowl this year? Yeah, Probably that's true. Not. Um, so he's in. He's another guy. <laughs> oh my god! So here's here's so here's the first guy I think that could fall out. Um, <laughs> Your guy, Jalen Hurts. Well, he's the QB ten, right? Mm-hmm. His path, his his job is the most tenuous, probably. Uh, well, no, there's another guy. Well, he's top. Yeah, I was going to say the other guy. There's yeah. another guy that's hold <laughs> on the top twelve is definitely tenuous, right? But Jalen Hurts, out of the, the the people in the top twelve so far, he's probably got the most tenuous hold on his starting gig, right? Um, the Eagles have a couple first round draft picks next year in 2023. They also have few second rounders they made multiple trades where they have a ton of draft capital basically if they want to next year they could move up and get into a position to get another quarterback if Hertz doesn't take a step forward um i've put on green glasses uh a lot for Hertz because i said well you know look he's improved every year since college his, his completion percentage improved a lot almost 10 percent um, from his rookie season to his second year but he still wasn't particularly good as a quarterback last year. And when you do what the Eagles did and trade for AJ Brown and then give him $100 million after trading, after, you know, spending a first round pick to get him. And then a year after spending a first round pick on Devonte uh, Smith, Devonta Smith, excuse me, it, it, signs indicate they want to be a throwing team. Yeah. You know, they gave Dallas Goddard a, a ton of money. Um, so if, Hurts goes out there and he can't lead them to like, I think the pressure's on them to win at least 10 to 11 games. Like they have to make the playoffs. Um, if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think he he's a starter the following season. If he's just average. Hmm. So I'm going to say Hertz is the one that could fall out. I don't, again, I'm an Eagles fan, so I don't want it to happen, but of all the guys so far, I think he's the one that it could definitely happen to. And we're down there. We're we're at ten, eleven, and twelve. We're at the final yep, three exactly. spots. There's so, also that. You know, yeah, we're also at, yeah, we're also at that spot where it's like it doesn't take much. So he was, you know, he's a high score last year. Say say the Eagles go eleven and seven. Is there eighteen games? How many games are there? Seventeen now. <laughs> yeah. Say they go eleven and six. They make the playoffs, right? Um, but he's just kind of good. You know what I mean? Like he's just a. 19 points a game fantasy score. I could see him falling. Um, so there's a lot of paths where I could see him dropping. Yeah. Jeremy, you agree with all that? Yeah. I, I think the three that we'd be looking at kicking off the Island um, would be, you know, the quarterbacks, 10, 11, 12. And, and yeah, I do. I, you know, and maybe that's how the Eagles will look at it too. Um, you know, we like him in fantasy based on, you know, what he's able to do with his legs. But I, I see where Shane's going with the, uh, NFL quarterback stand from the NFL quarterback standpoint. If the if the Eagles aren't successful, does that matter to them? Um, and he's on the bubble here anyway, and kind of some question marks. So I think he's someone that we at least put on the. We could probably replace him with you know some of the quarterbacks outside the top twelve um, <coughs> on our list. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so then I guess with all three of us saying no, uh, the next one seems pretty easy all right, to good. me. So since you two voted against, uh, real quick, since you two voted against Hertz, uh, uh-huh. I'm going to say none of that's going to happen. My dude's going to score as a top five quarterback <laughs> next year, and he's going to be drafted in the first. I, I I hope he I hope he does, man. I hope he stays in there. I, I like Hertz. Um, no, you know, maybe he surprises us. No, but I love how he did it. That way, it's still safe that we're saying no. But at least he's not yeah. one of the ones saying no. It was me and yeah. you instead. Even though he said no and gave <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the reasons why <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't make it, but he still believes he No, will. but I love right, that. Right, I think I, that's great. That's that's good for you. No, that's fine. <laughs> all right. Now, I look at these last two, right? And I got to be honest with you. I don't think there's much of a chance that he does fall. Well, you know what? Maybe. Lawrence. Let's, Trevor Lawrence? Well, really? No, no, no. No, no, no. He's uh, – yeah, we'll get to him. No, it's Matt <laughs> Stafford. Oh. How does he fall out? How does he fall out? 
I mean, he's right on the edge after having yes. that pretty incredible year that he had. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. He had, you know, he did really well. He didn't throw the same awful interceptions that he he did some, but he cleaned that up a little bit toward the end of the season. Um, but you know, he's the one of the old. He's he's the oldest one on our list by a small margin over Russell Wilson. So the oldest one that's in the top twelve right now. There's a lot of two-year players on this list, you know, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. I'm not going to say those guys can't become a, you know, a top 12 quarterback in ADP, right? I mean, they different reasons last year that it didn't happen for them, but it that was their first year. I mean, you, you know, I don't know, does Kirk Cousins is a little younger than Matt Stafford. Is it possible he sneaks in there? I don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, but I mean, there are just so many guys that could. I mean, even Aaron, old ass Aaron Rodgers. Let's say he comes out and says that he, well, he probably will. He'll come out and say that he loves the NFL and he loves the, the Packers and he he puts up like a quarterback five season in scoring. It does he sneak back in? People used to love that guy. It's not impossible. I mean. Matt Stafford went to a new team and and killed it, and he got in again at the margin there. So I just he's the easiest one to knock off this list for sure. Just yeah. anything could go wrong this year. I think yeah, sitting you know at what? oh good no you go ahead. <laughs> I, I, you guys are so nice. I think sitting at twelve that is definitely a possibility. You know, say he doesn't put up such a great season like he just did this past season, it's easy to think that somebody else, especially a younger player that does show up this year really great, could push him down. Even if it's only one spot, that's all it needs to do is to knock him out of this space is one player doing better. Even like you just said about yeah, Aaron Trey Rogers. Lance has like eight games, Mike. Like he kicks ass for like the second half of the season only. That yeah. You know, and there's a couple things looking at it, you know, and I was just looking at his scoring. Um, he was the QB 21 in 2020. Last year, he, he jumped up to the QB 11. Right. So, yeah, it's not like he, he actually set the world on fire. Right. I just looked at right. it. He finished as a QB2 in seven games. That's a lot of games that you're like, what the f***, dude? Like, you're supposed to be elite, bitch. How yeah, are you I like him as QB2 an NFL weeks? quarterback. Always have liked him as an NFL quarterback. As a fantasy quarterback, he's been a guy, you know, you get later in drafts and you, you want those you know, games, the half a season where he kills it or whatever, that he's not throwing the interceptions and stuff because he can be pretty awesome. But I always liked him better as an NFL quarterback than a fantasy quarterback. And, and you know what else? I, the other thing that happens too is, especially in Dynasty and in fantasy and everything, people are always looking at the last thing that somebody did. So he's way fresh in everybody's mind of mm-hmm. having this awesome season. So that could be another reason people are doing it. And like we said, this is what the Dynasty community is doing when they're drafting. The, uh, and we're playing the odds, right, Mike? If we kick him off of this, we're just playing the yeah. odds are that he falls off his list. Yeah, like and we can gone. Just name anybody. And I, plays. exactly, and I cannot. I, I don't. I, I guess we've skipped him and saved him to last, but I cannot see. I'm surprised that this guy is number eleven. Wait, and, did we say Russell Wilson? Uh, it says yes no, on we, it. We never. So said, if we, we never talked. Never, we, you we put never automatically. Just put a yes. You automatically just put, put a yes, yes for him. Russell. So uh, I, I, you know what? You know what? Maybe it was because Jeremy said the stuff that he said about Russell in the opening of the show, and maybe that's why you just automatically did it without us talking about it. But you're right. We didn't talk about Russ. But uh, uh, do you want to talk about him? <laughs> do you want? Um, is there anything special I, you want to say? I was or? just going to say he's in. I was yeah. going to say he's in. I think he's going to be in Denver. They traded a lot to get him. Yeah. They. Um. I can't. I just can't see them not utilizing him and letting him throw the most that he's ever thrown in his career. I mean, yeah. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy aren't DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but they sure aren't bad receivers. You throw in Tim Patrick, who's probably better than at least one of those two guys, who's a very professional receiver. Albert O. Yeah, I, I'm going to put Russ in the top 12. I don't think he yeah. works out. They have running backs that catch, too. I mean, they have yeah. a lot of pass catchers and, and really a quality offense before they added Russell Wilson. I mean, they really were the team we talked about. They are just missing a quarterback on offense. And they finally add at least a competent guy who's been there before. And like you said, ha- you know, he has a reason to pass now. He doesn't have Pete Carroll um, <laughs> you know, telling him not to or whatever. Yeah, so and it's funny that we it, he should definitely still be there since none of us even realize that 
Shane put a yes and we kind of skipped it. And, and then I've tried twice to say this, but this last guy at number 11, I can't believe he's at number 11. I'm sure he's not going to be at number 11 next year either. But I guess this goes back to what we said earlier when I said the the age thing makes people think that, oh, I'll have this guy for a long time and everybody wants to give him a second chance right now. And I remember, Shane, how much you loved him last year. Um, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> I see Shane already said no. It already has an and on the sheet. But what, what do you think about Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> the stink is so bad on him after last year. And it was a legitimate stink, right? Like, it's not just that Urban Meyer is a terrible head coach because he is. It's not just that his offensive weapons were horrible because, again, they were. But we've seen other quarterbacks and advanced metrics. He's like he every advanced metric you look at, every regular metric you look at <laughs> for quarterbacks. He was like bottom three or four in the league. Um, I didn't see. I mean, I know a lot of people were excited by that the Indianapolis game in week you know eighteen when they won, and somehow that turned. They think that turned his career around. I am scared to death of him. I think um, short of him going out there and putting up. 290 yards a game um, and 35 touchdowns. I, I'm scared that he's going to drop. Um, I, I look, I I've given up on him already. Basically, yeah, you have PTSD from him. Yeah, yeah you drafted exactly. him in yeah. every rookie draft. Yeah. And like you're like, you know what? Been there, done that. I I can't do this again. Yeah, he. Uh, I am definitely, and I'm I'm worried about him. I just I'm very worried about him, and. I, <laughs> Listen, the confidence level is not imagine. that high, right? At quarterback yeah. 11, like Mike was saying, he can't yeah. see him holding on to that. I mean, he have to have a, a really great season because behind, you know, we've, we, we haven't talked about this, but the, just the younger quarterbacks behind him, if they get a shot this year and any one of those guys has a really good, strong season, a confidence-boosting season in Dynasty, they're going to jump over Stafford and Lawrence, and you're going to be taking them in the top 12 just based on that. It's going to be easy for I think easy for one of these guys, Trey Lance, you know, even Tua, but I doubt it. But Trey Lance, even Mac Jones. I mean, what if Kenny Pickett just has this incredible year? He's got a big arm. I, I'm not a big believer, but he has a an NFL arm, and Pittsburgh loves that kind of player. You know, um, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, those guys, you know, it's possible they have really good, strong years with all the stuff that's been put around them. And then Trevor Lawrence is an afterthought unless Jacksonville, you know, is a world beater or something next year. And he really looks totally different than he, he looked at all season. And I, I'm not a big fan. I don't see him staying on this list though. You know, it, of course it's possible if he has a good year, but I'm, I'm with you guys. I think he's just, he's on the bubble and it's just easy to see a Trey Lance or someone else jumping right in there easily. Yeah. I said it, easily like several times. <laughs> That's all right. Easily. And, and, and this is going to be easily, handled now because not only has Shane been filling it in before any of us talk a bunch of times he's already filled in one of the spots of who's going to take one of the top three and is yes is that 2023 though or yes that, that, the, yeah exactly that's no, no, what no, I was no. going to say 2023 it's, we have to be <laughs> clear this time I know last week there was a little bit of confusion but uh, uh, it's one of those default things that, that we've done every single week but Shane so we're losing three players one of those three uh, players are going to be be filled with rookie quarterback one of the 2023 class whether that's mr cj stroud spencer rattler i don't think it'll be bryce young i'm a little worried about him because he's a, a very little person he's like your height mike <laughs> he, is um, he is he is just a wee little man if he was but my I, height I think, there's no way he'd be playing <laughs> i think there's definitely going to be it's a quarterback um one of the they're not going to have the Lawrence hype, obviously, but they're going to be next year's quarterback class is pretty good. And I think uh, at least one of them, I won't get all crazy and be like two of them, but at least one of them will be in the top 12 next year. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy and that, and that would that, And that would generally hold form. I mean, that's generally the case when the quarterback classes are good and they're not absolute dog piles of garbage like they're this year. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy answer for us. And uh, yeah, that that's true. I think this will be one of the only weeks out of all those positions where somebody that was drafted this year will be there. I, I It's obvious that none of us believe that any of those guys will be in the top 12 next year. So Jeremy, I know there's not too much to answer here. So what do you think about one of the other two spots then? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think I 
I kind of said it. I, I think that it, one of these guys has got to come through uh, for us. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. I mean, is Mac Jones going to be passing enough, you know, to do that? Um, but he looked pretty good at times last year. So I, of the, you know, we look at Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. Those guys, you know, are in their thirties. Aaron Rodgers could sneak in there. He's done that before, but um, just kind of looking past those guys that have been around a while, um, you have Tua and then a bunch of 2021 quarterbacks, and you have Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill. That's not happening. And you have Kenny Pickett, which was draft the you know the top drafted quarterback in this class. So I highlighted those: Trey Lance, you know, Fields, Jones, Wilson, and then Pickett. It's possible. It's got to be one of those guys that has. And I can't tell you who it's going to be, but one of those guys <laughs> has got to sneak, you know, sneak into this somehow over. I mean, they're right. Trey Lance is right there already. If he has a, a decent season, he's going to move up. So um, I think it's going to be one of those 2021 guys myself. I, I agree with it. I agree with it being one of those 2021s, but I think Shane has an answer as he whispered in. I know. So what is it, Shane? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Trey Lance. It, it's just going to be Trey Lance. Uh well, he's QB thirteen now. Yeah, I mean, it's not QB a reach for us to put him in there, right? He doesn't need to do. I mean, he doesn't need to be lights out next year, right? Because he sat out of rookie year. Everybody knew he was raw, but he's got the tool set. He's the you know the dual threat. That's what we want, and especially in fantasy, that's what you want. Maybe not in the real NFL. I don't really care about that, but in <laughs> fantasy, we definitely want that because if he can't get it done with his arm, he's going to take off and run. Um, so I think Trey Lance is could slide right in there, and that's that's the QB that I'm taking from that 21 class to, to slide in there into the top 12. And we're not saying that it can only be one of the QB uh, from that class, but I think especially when he's sitting there already at number 13, it seems like a pretty safe answer to put him there. Some of the other guys could be in that other slot too, but I think also, like Jeremy said, some of these players like Carr, Cousins, Brady, Tana, you know, some of those older guys, it, it, it seems very unlikely that next year in uh, rookie drafts that Dynasty players will be taking any of those guys. Um, with having one spot left open, if you're not going to talk about those guys you just said, there are a couple other ones, like Jeremy said, like Tua. Tua's right there at 16. He's three spots away. He got Tyreek Hill. He's got Jalen Waddle. We got a new coach, all that kind of stuff. Do you see a possibility where the way the season goes for the Dolphins, which would be amazing because it's been so long, but that could make him go up into the top 12 next year? We're not saying about production, but we're saying about dynasty because, again, he is young. Uh-huh. No, I expect Kenny Pickett to, young. <laughs> I expect him to fail. Um, and the fact that he's going to do it with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gusecki, I think, is going to put a death knell on his uh, his career. And this actually has me wanting to switch one of you guys to Jalen Hurts making it back into the top twelve because I, I think <laughs> Jalen Hurts stays in the top twelve because yeah, I can't I can't see Tua moving up. Okay. Can't do it. Well, then what's good is that was how we've ended it each week. And now you just kind of jump to the end, which is fine because we're already 50 minutes into the show. But that's what we were. I was going to ask at the end is if there isn't anybody, then who should stay out of the three we knocked out? And I'm pretty much in agreement agreement with you. I think it would be Hertz out of those ones that are left out there and out of the ones we kicked out. I would say probably put Hertz back in too. Jeremy, what do you say? Yeah, I won't disagree with you guys. Sounds like two out of three anyway. Um, Hertz is, yeah, he's, he's, we had that talk about why we thought he would fall out. Um, but in fantasy, he, you know, he, he's been fine. People like him. They're drafting him in there. Uh, I don't, I don't think he necessarily falls out. His team got better, definitely. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think that keeping him makes is a better bet than trying to pick a Fields, Jones, Wilson, or Pickett to right. move up. And those other guys I don't think can do it. That's why I didn't highlight it. I, did, I don't think it's possible for the other ones to jump in there. All right, cool. For a long way down this list, too. Yeah, I mean, looking, there's really nobody, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and looking at, you know, it's interesting, looking at the ages of these quarterbacks, right? Outside of Stafford and Russ Wilson, who are probably the next two that I think that'll fall out, but that we'll talk about that in 2023. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, guys can have down years, but if these guys just have years that they've typically had, 
10 of these quarterbacks could be in this this list again next year easy just looking at the age you know in the age cohorts like the oldest one is uh out of like besides again russell wilson and uh stafford is dak who's 28 then you got a bunch of 26 24 and 25 year old guys who the top of the quarterback position might be tough to crack over the next few years um be interesting to see what exactly happens with the 2023 class. I know it's heralded. I don't know enough about the 24, 25 classes to even get into. It's kind of like that, that thing that we said in the beginning where these young guys, if they keep playing the way they're playing, then dynasty community looks at them as pieces they can have for a decade. And maybe that is what's going to happen with a bunch of these guys. I mean, it is the first time out of the three weeks where we really kind of pushed it all the way down to more than halfway before we were, we even had any kind of discussion. So yeah, maybe that's an easy list too. Yeah. Because there's so little turnover from year to year. And the good thing about the list is Shane is going to copy it because, like we said in the other two weeks, we don't have last year's list because we didn't save it. So now we do, and you're going to share it with our Patreons. So why don't you tell everybody about our Patreons, Shane? Oh, that's a good point. I'm going to share this with our Patreons. Um, no, I don't want to make them editors. I'm going to like make them viewers. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we have a Patreon. We just got a, a few new Patreons this week. What's up, dudes? Appreciate you joining. Um, group me chat. Always on fire. A lot of SFB talk, strategy talk right now. Um, obviously, once that dies down, then there'll be a lot of trade talk like normal. And just a great chat to sharpen your skills. You get the uncensored podcast. You get the bonus podcast. You get the koozies and the stickers. Some of y'all get T-shirts. Uh, so swag, content, ear goodness. I mean, it's just it pays to be a patron. So become a patron. <laughs> We need to have some kind of shirt made. Uh, Dynasty Trades HQ ear goodness, you know? <laughs> that would be a great shirt. Hey, wait, we said it first. No, nobody take that idea, but that would be pretty good. Shane said it here first. Jeremy. Man, that, that, that'll get stolen, just like trade alert. <laughs> well, then maybe I should cut it out and uh, <laughs> not let it go out there until we get the shirt made. Jeremy, let's make a shirt. Ear goodness. That's hilarious. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Well, check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on YouTube at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out at the Fantasy Football Expo next month. The three of us will be walking around with our cool shirts. And check us out. <laughs> check us out. And uh, good luck with everybody, Scott Fishbowl teams. And uh, say goodbye, everybody. Like, say goodbye, Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Jane. <laughs> Bye, Shane. I don't know what the hell happened right there. <laughs>